Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This show, I have Mauro Biglino coming back. He's the Vatican translator that has translated over 17 books for the Vatican publisher. Now, he didn't work directly for the Vatican. He worked for the publisher that the Vatican used, their main publisher. And in that process, he learned the real translation, the real meaning of these books that were purposely created to sound like they were different. Now, I got to warn you, this is going to be very hard for Christians and for people who are very devoted to what the Bible teach you, teaches you because this is a different understanding. He's going to give us a different understanding. Not to say that it's, I mean, I, you know, I guess the, the verdict's out what's really right, but I got to tell you, if that is something that is going to offend you, and it's not going to be make your day and it's going to it's not going to help you as a human. Don't watch this. Please don't watch this. This isn't meant to bring anybody down. I would hope that people would work, learn anything, but do not lose your connection to God and your spirituality. Your connection to God and what you do personally is paramount and it should not waver because you learn something like this. I think that's very important. I think to me, I'm not afraid to learn anything because I know that's true for me personally. That being said, this is something that I've had many, many listeners want me to do is have him back. He is growing a huge amount of people following him. Millions and millions of people around the world are now following Morrow and I, I, it was time to bring him back. He was initially going to get a couple of his books in English. Now they're working on it more diligently and he's going to come back again once his books come out in English. I hope he gets this, that project done because, you know, they're in the middle of it. And um, I, I think there's a lot of English speakers. There's a lot of Spanish speakers that really want to read his books directly. Um, this is a long, it's a two-part interview. I touch on a lot of subjects that I did not touch on the first time. If you haven't seen the first interview, there's a, it's, it's different. So there is value in listening to both interviews. There's a different translator. So you'll, you'll have a different feel for each one of these. And then he sticks around for my patrons and we talk more about Jesus and his understanding of Jesus. Now, again, want to warn you, please do not watch that if your understanding of Jesus is solid and you do not want to hear anything that may contradict what, what you learned about Jesus. My goal is not to offend anyone. And again, as having a solid connection to God and a spirituality, I think is important, but it's all on an individual level. And I am not here to offend anyone. Um, and either is he, but he believes that understanding our true history is what will set us free and that we currently are being, we're in control by somebody else, by another race, and he's gonna explain it in this interview. And our only path to freedom is to truly understand our history. It's gonna blow your mind. It's very different than what you've probably heard before, if you haven't heard this before. And it's, at minimum, one of the most interesting things I have ever heard. So before we get into this interview, I just want to tell you that um, he can't see very well. He's having some eye problems and some neck problems. And so he does a quick hello and introduces himself on video. And then we switch to audio because then he doesn't have to stare at the screen and the light because the light bothers his eyes. 
So that's why we switch from audio to video or from video to audio, but you get to see them at first. So let's now get into my interview with Mario Biglino. Hello, Mario. Thank you so much for rejoining the program. Hello to you, Sarah, and hello, everybody, and thanks for calling me. Yes, I, am, I really wanted you back. I had a lot of listeners ask for you back. The show did amazing. I know that you just want to go with audio only today because um, you have a hard time looking at the monitor, but I wanted to make sure people saw you before we started this all off and just say hello. Can you also introduce... Ok, ci teneva per un saluto dagli Stati Uniti perché le persone avevano piacere di vedere okay. di nuovo. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Can you introduce who you thanks. have with you? Uh, poi uh, we are here with uh, Mauro Biglino. He's a, an Italian script, um, studio, uh, studios of uh, the Bible on the New and Ancient Testament. And uh, he, he could... Um, talk with you about uh, is uh, what you want. Yeah, no, I, and that's great, and I'm excited about it. Can you introduce who you yeah. are? I'm yes. me. Thank you. Yes, I'm Elisabetta Soro. I'm a medical doctor, um, assistant of Mauro in this period, uh, just for his health, because uh, he has a little problem with eyes and with neck, but now is uh, going well just better and uh, but he has the necessity to talk uh, without uh, see uh, much um, light uh, uh, strong lights okay yeah. Uh, yeah. so let's turn also, off yeah. let's turn off the yeah. video now so he doesn't have to strain himself very long i just wanted him to say hi to people and yeah. we'll go to perfect. audio only now okay perfect Okay, well, we're going to get into the Old Testament. Can you tell me what Mauro did at the Vatican? What books he actually translated? Yeah. Allora, che cosa stai traducendo in questo periodo circa il Vecchio Testamento? Old Testament. Ma io ho uh, tradotto soprattutto i primi libri dell'Antico Testamento che sono quelli che mi interessano di più perché narrano l'origine dell'uomo. Okay. Allora, I'm, I have translated the first books of the Old Testament because I'm very interested in them because they talk about the origin of humans. He did it for the Vatican. Wasn't he hired to be a translator for the Vatican, the publisher that the Vatican uses? Certo. Allora dice se le pubblicazioni in questo momento ti hanno dato soddisfazione, hai compreso delle cose nuove riguardo. Sì, certamente, anche perché eh, le traduzioni mi hanno fatto avvicinare al mondo scientifico. Uh -huh. Per cui ci sono dei genetisti che si dichiarano d'accordo con me su una nuova ipotesi dello sviluppo dell'Homo sapiens. Ok. Um, I have a great satisfaction in translating these books because uh, um, it permitted to some genetists, uh, medicians, to approach to me, close to me, to... Um, to study the origins of uh, human kind, in, uh, in particular for genetics, 
there are new theories about uh, genetics and uh, this is very very important for me. Una teoria intermedia tra creazionismo ed evoluzionismo. Mm. A, a theory that stands in the middle between creationism and uh, evolutionism. Okay, well great. Well, let's dive into the Old Testament and what it really means. And I'm going to get on a big whopper here. Who was Moses in the Old Testament? What, what, it, what did it really say about Moses? Moses, okay. Allora, andiamo un po' più a fondo sì. nel Vecchio Testamento. Vecchio Testamento. Chi era Mosè? Mosè era con ogni probabilità un egiziano che è stato utilizzato da Yahweh, il cosiddetto Dio della Bibbia, come comandante militare per costruire un nuovo popolo. Mosè was probably an Egyptian used by Yahweh, a general, eh? like a military general, who, who used it, him, for... Costruire. To, nuovo, build, to build... Un eh? nuovo popolo. And new, um, new peoples. Okay, so the story says that they left Egypt and he helped the slaves leave Egypt. What really happened? Mm ha veramente lasciato l'Egitto e ha aiutato, diciamo, questa fuga degli schiavi egizi? Allora, in realtà non si può dire che abbia lasciato l'Egitto. Really, we cannot say that he left Egypt. Perché il territorio che lui ha percorso con i suoi e il territorio in cui si sono installati era sotto il controllo egiziano. Because the land in which he lived and in which he conducted peoples was under Egyptian control. It was already under Egyptian control. So when he left and wandered around in the desert, he was wandering around all Egyptian land anyways? Ecco, quindi attraversò veramente il deserto... Sì, lui, lui, ha, lui ha attraversato quel territorio sì. che era comunque sotto il controllo egiziano. Sì, era in that land, ma that uh, land was under Egyptian control. E lui ha tenuto quel popolo per molti anni in quel territorio perché doveva costruire un esercito. Sì. And he remained in that land with people because he had to build an, an, an army. See, an army, huh? a real army. Oh, so it was about war? Perché? Perché doveva andare a conquistare militarmente il territorio della Palestina. Mm because he uh, was a conqueror and uh, his uh, aim was to conquer Palestina. E il popolo che eh, lui stava costruendo non era un popolo di soldati. Yes, and people in that moment weren't able to combat, to fight. And uh, he was uh, um, preparing them for what? For what? 
Wow, okay. So let's get into, well, there's so much there that I could unpack with you know, tying it to current Palestinian problems as well. But let's get into Genesis and about the creation of the world. What does it say about Genesis, you know, the creating of the world in seven days? What does that really say? Allora, parliamo della Genesi, della creazione del mondo in sette giorni. Allora, la Genesi non parla della creazione del mondo. Allora, Genesis don't talk about world creation. La Genesi racconta l'inizio di una storia che riguarda esclusivamente quel popolo. Genesis talk about the beginning of an history concerning with a group only, only, only that peoples. Quando la Genesi dice in principio non intende dire all'inizio dell'origine dell'universo. When Genesis uh, talk about uh, at the principle, don't concern about uh, the beginning of the universe. universe, of course. Ma solo dell'origine di quel popolo. Only about the origin of that people. I'm proud to share with you Tetragen, which helps you transition to a healthier, happier, and thinner you without cravings or side effects. Our metabolic hormones are the underlying problem that doom every diet and exercise program to fail. They control our metabolism, cravings, how much we eat to feel satiated, blood sugar levels, and even our energy levels. Tetragen is formulated with four clinically proven patented ingredients that help rebalance your metabolic hormones in roughly 15 to 20 days, depending on the amount of weight you want to lose. Once your metabolic hormones are rebalanced, you'll be on the path of long-term sustainable weight loss because Tetragen is the first in the world which is scientifically formulated with four clinically proven and patented active ingredients to help you reach your targeted weight in two distinct phases. Phase one, rebalance your metabolic hormones, and phase two, accelerate fat loss. The best part is that Tetradin comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what do you have to lose besides weight? Learn more with the link below. Only of the origin of that, people. And it, it does it, so it talks about genetic creation from what you're saying. Now, can you go into um, the Adam and Eve story and what that really means. And, and, and one thing before we get into the Adam and Eve story about creation, what was the seven days about, if, even if it's just about those one group of people, it, it still, how does that make sense? Sì. Allora, lei vuole sapere la, diciamo, il significato dei sette giorni sì. e vuole sapere se dentro questi sette giorni come si inserisce la storia di Adamo. Sì, in quei sette giorni sono in realtà indicati sette periodi di intervento. Ok, allora, in that uh, seven days we could understand seven periods of work. Sono... Sette diversi tipi di intervento che gli Elohim hanno fatto in quel territorio. Yeah, it uh, means seven different kinds of work that Elohim did in quel that territorio. land. In that land. Hanno cominciato 
a costruire e a rendere vivibile quella terra per loro. Yeah. Uh, they began to build and to, to give natural wetland for bad people, for themselves and for people. Hanno costruito un laboratorio nel quale sperimentavano produzione di cibo. Yeah. They built a laboratory, a real laboratory, where was experimented kind of food for people and for themselves. Questo laboratorio si chiamava Gun Eden. The name is Gun Eden. Ed è stato tradotto con Paradiso sulla Terra. And was translated with the term Paradise on Earth. Poi la Bibbia dice chiaramente And then Bible says clearly che l'Adamo è stato fatto da un'altra parte ed è stato portato lì. That Adam was built in another site and after, just after, put into this land. È stato portato nel Gan Eden per lavorare per conto degli Elohim. Yes. It, uh, the Adam was uh, bring into the Gan Eden to work for Elohim, just to work for them. E la Bibbia e i rabbini dicono chiaramente che l'Adamo la, arriva da un'altra parte. Mm. And uh, the Bible... Uh, se, uh, clearly explains that uh, the Adam are from another world. Questo si dice in, in ebraico che c'era un laboratorio che, al, che Adamo è stato preso da un laboratorio mi kedem, che vuol dire che c'era prima. Yes. In Jewish, we, um, uh, is clearly explained that uh, the laboratory mi kedem, uh, the significance is that was there before. You mean the laboratory? Really existing before, existing before. What mm. existed before, the laboratory? The laboratory? Yes. So when they created in Genesis where it said seven days and they created the laboratory, that was a long time ago. Sì, dice appunto il collegamento con questi sette giorni, cioè il laboratorio era già uh, attivo durante... Il, il laboratorio che esisteva da un'altra parte mm -hmm. era precedente a quei sette giorni perché appartiene ad un altro mondo, non alla Terra. Mm -hmm. The laboratory about which uh, Mauro is talking is was existing really before in other lands. Oh, I get it. Okay. Rabino, sai come si dice? I maestri ebrei dicono che questo laboratorio da cui deriva la vita era in un altro sistema solare. Yeah. And uh, um, a Jewish priest says that this laboratory was in other solar system. It could be in other solar system. Oh, so this, it, it, it could be the first one on Earth, but there's other laboratories maybe on other planets. 
Sì, quindi si pensa anche a un laboratorio da altri pianeti. Che sì, sta... e lo dice chiaramente il uh, rabbino Lightman. Sì. Uh, Lightman, eh? professor Lightman, says clearly that this is a possible theory. Eh, yeah. E anche lo dice il rabbino Ariel Ben Nun. Ariel Ben Nun. Eh? Um, said about uh, this possibility of a laboratory existing in other solar system. In un solar system a luce bianca. With uh, white light, characterized by white light. Quindi un altro tipo di stella. Sì, another kind of star, totally different from uh, our system, solar system. E dice che la, che la vita è stata portata qui da quel sistema stellare. Yeah. And life could be brought here in the earth from that solar system, from another solar system. And they had to change or terraform the planet to make it work for them. Ecco, c'è stato un cambiamento, quindi sì, del pianeta. Loro sono intervenuti uh -huh. per eh, rendere vivibile per loro soprattutto un territorio in Medio Oriente. Mm. Yes, we worked uh, in particular in uh, a land in Middle uh, Orient to, to make it uh, natural and uh, with a possible uh, possibility of life for them. Que questo, di questo narra la Bibbia nei sette giorni. Yes. This is the, the talk of the seven days in the, the Bible. E quando la Bibbia parla per la prima volta delle luci che hanno messo, and when Bible uh, describe the lights that they took, parla per la prima volta, for the first time, ecco, si riferisce a luci artificiali, non alle luci naturali. Ecco, the Bible refers to artificial lights and not natural ones. Perché delle luci naturali parla solo dopo, successivamente. Yes, because only after it talks about natural lights. So who were the Elohim? Where did they come from? Chi erano gli Elohim a questo punto? Gli Elohim erano degli individui molto potenti, tecnologicamente avanzati, che vivevano una vita molto più lunga di quella degli umani. Uh -huh. uh, they were very powerful um, and uh, they had a, a knowledge about advanced technology and could live for a long time, much more than humans. Loro sono intervenuti sul pianeta Terra. Yes, we, we um, were on the Earth. Hanno prodotto i cambiamenti che a loro servivano. Yeah, causing a, a changement of... Uh, they needed, they needed. E hanno fabbricato l'Homo sapiens per avere un lavoratore intelligente. Mm. And built, really built Homo sapiens to have a helping, helping uh, man with a, a source of intelligence, but only for helping their life. So, are they still here, the Elohim, or did they leave? Qualche notizia. Allora, le indicazioni che abbiamo dai popoli 
di tutti i continenti della Terra yes, people of every continent of the Earth, ci dicono che questi vivevano soprattutto in alto. Uh, tell us that uh, they preferred to live higher. Preferivano vivere sulle montagne. On, on the mountains. E eh, distaccati dagli uomini. Yes, and not close to the humans. Hmm? Why? Why? Perché eh, non volevano avere contaminazioni e avevano il terrore delle contaminazioni. Yes, because they were really afraid from contamination. Bacterial, viral or others. Oh, because we carry disease and things that they weren't immune to. Yeah, dice perché possiamo, avremmo potuto essere infettivi anche. Sì, molto pericolosi per loro. Yes, very dangerous for them. Difatti stavano molto attenti all'igiene e, alla, e a rendere sane le loro case. Yes, they, they were very, very careful to maintain a hygienic situation in their houses, in the sites where they lived. Yeah. Now, did they um, reproduce with humans? The, the Old Testament talks about them finding human females beautiful. Mm -hmm. Dice se loro comunque trovavano interessanti le, le donne umane, comunque c'era dell'interesse. Sì, la Bibbia dice chiaramente: mm. La Bible talks about, uh, clearly about e il fatto che loro hanno uh, ritenuto uh, molto piacevoli le femmine della stirpe degli Adam. Mm. They loved very much. Uh, female of Adam Genesis. E loro ne hanno prese molte come compagne e con loro hanno fatto dei figli. Mm. And they took many of them as uh, their friends and reproduced with them a lot, with uh, many childs. E questi figli la Bibbia li chiama gli eroi dell'antichità. And the uh, Bible talks about uh, uh, ancient hero, heroes, just like we could um, think about this uh, um, mm, in momento, songs. songs of them, eh? songs e of Elohim with uh, female humans. Questi, questi racconti corrispondono ai racconti di quasi tutti i popoli antichi della Terra. Yes, and these uh, talks are um, corresponded to every almost uh, ancient peoples of the earth, uh, are reproducible and uh, corresponding one with the other. Now, could the offspring live longer then? Because if, if two humans reproduce together, like Adam and Eve reproduce together, they wouldn't live as long. But if they reproduce, if a female reproduced with the Elohim, did it live longer and was it smarter? Allora dice se eh, i figli che si sono riprodotti attraverso Elohim e donne erano, vivevano più a lungo, erano più belli anche. Sì, vivevano più a lungo. 
Yes, they lived longer. La Bibbia lo dice chiaramente. And Bible says it clearly. Poi, siccome questi incroci non piacevano ai comandanti, yes, because of this genetic crossing don't uh, were um, agree with uh, generals. Allora, ad un certo punto, nel capitolo 6 della Genesi, dico, gli Elohim dicono chiaramente che, che cessano di dare il loro liquido spermatico alle femmine Adam. Okay. Allora, in that period, in the sixth book of Genesis, is clearly explained that in, in particular period, Elohim stopped to give... Uh, their uh, genetics uh, through spermatic um, um, expression to female of Adams. E da quel momento c'è scritto che la vita degli Adamiti diminuirà, si accorcerà. Yes, yes. and Adamites will live shorter. Now, Were we were the first humans created from that that a combination of them and an ape like creature? Hmm. Ecco, dice il collegamento tra l'umano e lo, la scimmia ape. Eh, come la spieghiamo? Eh, gli Elohim hanno inserito una serie di geni che sono quelli che hanno fatto sviluppare il cervello rendendoci sapiens. Ok. Probably Elohim inserted, could insert uh, genetic uh, traits on apes and transform them in humans. Ok, so we are probably a cross between Elohim and apes? Ecco, dice, noi siamo in realtà un incrocio tra gli Elohim e le scimmie? Sì. Yes, we are. sì, noi lo siamo e questa è la terza ipotesi che sta a metà tra creazione ed evoluzione. Yes, yes we are and this is the third hypothesis can, which stands by creationism and evolutionism. E a questa terza ipotesi dell'intervento intermedio si stanno avvicinando molti scienziati. Yes, and this hypothesis of interventism is uh, near to many ideas of scientists and new genetists with open mind. So, the, does the bloodlines of the Elohim, the ones who reproduced with the human females, are they still on earth then? Or were they, did they eliminate them? Oggi possiamo dire che ci sono ancora delle soggetti che sono nati da questo incrocio Elohim e donne o sono stati poi eliminati? Io penso che ormai gli incroci sono stati tantissimi per cui non c'è più una linea diretta. Yes, Mauro thinks that now we can't find a direct line because genetic crossed were many, many and many. And so it's not now impossible to define this line. Did they expect 
humans to advance like we did? Are we more advanced than they expected? Mm. Eh, dice se in questo momento noi ci possiamo sentire veramente ancora vicini a loro? Abbiamo delle aspettative diverse capendo questo? Sì, noi ci possiamo sentire vicini a loro? Di pure, yes, uh, we can find uh, close to Elohim now. Perché noi siamo l'unica specie animale Because we are the unique uh, animal Chiaramente non adatta al pianeta Terra. Uh, yeah, with no aptitude to be hurt, just like planet. Noi eh, non siamo adatti a nessun, per natura, a nessun ambiente della Terra. Yeah, we don't fit for any um, hurt um, location. E noi, dobbi noi, dobbiamo, noi dobbiamo adattarci a tutti... Yeah, need... perché non siamo adatti a nessuno mm. we need to adapt to other animals and to other species because no. we have a tutti gli ambienti a tutti, noi, ah, ok mm. uh, to um, every place yeah? because we have no specificity we are not we don't belong at... here apt, apt to live in the earth So basically we didn't really belong here, there wasn't a natural ecosystem for us. Sì. Allora dice c'è un ecosistema naturale per noi? O no, no? no, nessun ecosistema naturale adatto a noi. Yes, there is no ecosystem adapted to us. And that's why we are taking over? Ah, e dice è questo che per questo cerchiamo anche di andare altrove? Sì, noi abbiamo bisogno purtroppo di dominare e controllare tutti gli ambienti oh. e di provare anche ad andare altrove per trovarne o costruirne qualcuno adatto a noi. Yeah. Yes, we need to control e to apt places and location for us and we feel the needing to go away and to find other planets, planets for our Live. Okay, so that's something. How do you know that we are, are? I mean, is that something that says in the Bible that we need to look for other planets to live on? Allora, dice che noi, the planet, sorry. Does it say in the Old Testament that we need to be looking for other planets to live on? Ah, yeah, yeah. Sì, dice se nel Nuovo Testamento si parla già della ricerca di nuovi pianeti dove vivere. No, nel, nel nuovo testo in generale dice nella, nella Bibbia non si parla di nuovi pianeti dove vivere per l'uomo yeah. Bible don't talk about new planets where to live on però nella Bibbia si parla di possibili altre zone dell'universo da cui provengono gli Elohim But the Bible talks about other planets of the universe well, where Elohim uh, are from. Now, in the Bible, it talks about a Messiah. What do they mean by a Messiah coming at some point? Quando parlano del Messia, 
parlano di un combattente mandato da Yahweh per liberare Israele dagli stranieri. Ok. Um, about Messiah, they talk about a fighter apt to, to take Jews out of controllo degli stranieri. Uh, of the control of strangers. Ok, so, so a fighter. Ma il Messia riguarda solo il popolo di Israele, non l'umanità intera. Concerning only Jewish history. Oh, ok, because this was all about that area. Ok, so who was the God of the Old Testament? What were they referring to? Their God? Is there a larger God here? What were they referring to? 